ain't ready to put five years of grind into anything yeah, not without happen. making a quarter. Right. Don't even start. Sometimes it takes that long to get over the hump. A lot of people want checks, but bosses cut checks. We want the money, but we also got to use the money to make the money. So it's, it's really about having that mentality that you're ready to work. The reward come when you get down and you get on your grind. Do not complain about what you didn't get from the work you didn't put in. Hey, welcome back to the Garage Built Podcast. I have a fantastic pair of guests for you on episode 116, 116. Episode 116 is with Drowning Pool, CJ and Ryan from Drowning Pool. We're at the Smokeout. Drowning Pool was the official music band of the Smokeout Rally this past fall. I want to thank Source Media for allowing me the opportunity to go in their green room trailer, sit down with these two fine gentlemen and talk about their upcoming tour. They're on it right now. I also want to make sure that everybody knows, go to Grease and Gears. That's Grease, the letter N, Gears.com and sign up for Grease and Gears Television. If you have a Roku device, iOS, they just added it to Apple Television. It is badass. It is 24-7 motorcycle content, just like Netflix. No commercials, all custom motorcycle content, BRL races. Uh, there's documentaries. There's a new documentary that just dropped on Keith Randall Ball. If you don't know who he is, you need to know who he is. Former Hells Angel and uh, former editor in chief of Easy Riders Magazine is a legend. So go to greaseandgears.com. Sign up today. It's only six bucks a month, about one third of the cost of Netflix, and it's 24 7 motorcycle content on demand. Hey, listen, are you still buying your workwear at Walmart, are you? You wouldn't buy tools at Walmart. Why are you buying your workwear at Walmart? Go to 1620USA.com, fill out the cart, get a bunch of stuff in there, and then use the code SPEED23, and you're going to save 10% on your entire order. That is not a one-time code. Garageville Podcast listeners always get 10% off at 1620USA, American-made, high-quality clothing. Go over to my friends there and, and get yourself some killer shop pants i bought a three year three and a quarter year relationship with these folks they're fantastic i love their clothing it's all made here in the united states get yourself some workwear that doesn't work against you it works with you it's just like having killer tools so without further ado i'm going to give you cj and ryan from drowning pool on the garage World podcast You're listening to the Garageville Podcast with your host, Jason Coleman. Yeah. Look at that ass! <laughs> he's so sweet. He's a picking on him. He knows that he's getting his yoga mat. The, the he's looking around. The best thing about him. <laughs> he's coming in this way. I think he was go, coming go in. Go bump dock the door. Go guard the door. Don't let him in. No, no, don't let him in here. Hold on. Hold Hold it, hold it, yeah, hold it. God damn. Enjoy the snacks. Like, what has he got? Is yoga mat or what? No, that's like a, that's like a pillow. Mike, oh we're doing God. the interview, come on. You just what? So this is our drummer, Mike Lewis. He just came in, here he is, come on, man. Say hello to camera, hey. Mike, <laughs> tell him hi. 
Where's that? Tell me show that camera. He's the one. He's the one we, we, we definitely don't want to piss off. He's it's not even on one. yet, man. It's not even on yet. Not, we didn't even start. Want, right? Man, it's not even my shoes. If you have a preference, there's some in the, in the Mike! Why is he going sh We didn't start yet. <laughs> anyway, you gotta go. We're trying to do an interview. He's doing the... Yeah, he's gonna come hang outside with me. So it's CJ and Ryan, right? CJ and Ryan. Okay, yeah, very good. And you're the, you're the lead singer now, right? Yeah. Yes. Perfect. I know you guys had. I'm um, the new old guy. He's, new he's old not guy. the new guy anymore. No, right? It's he, fucking Ryan. No. I love. Fucking Ryan. Yeah, the dino. Come on, man. We're just gonna have to have all the ambiance. Oh yeah. Ambience. That's we're great. Sure. We just. Rally, so. I need to warm up for the show anyway, so I'm gonna talk real loud. There starting now. Uh, there you go. Oh. Uh, Perfect. Ben. So. Um, Thank you very much for uh, taking the time to do this. Yeah. This last minute come deal, but um, you guys are getting ready. You're starting your new tour, right? And this is the first stop on that tour. This is the first stop. The, the tour start. The tour we're getting ready to start is starts Sunday. Okay. With saliva, any given sin, and it'll add a lead his way. Um, tonight and tomorrow night are just our own shows. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. But like warm up shows, you get. Making well, sure work out all the problems with the bus. Work out. Yeah, you got it. Well, the original bus that we were gonna get. The reason why another. It's a twofold reason why we're here in Salisbury, which is great to be here. Um, is this rolling? Yeah, we're good. We're, we're doing it. So, we're, we're uh, so Mike, this is, we're, did you get Mike in here with me screaming at him? I did. Yes. Yeah, it's on there. Awesome. That's magical. That's right. Drummer Mike. I didn't even know we were man. Yeah. All right. So, so the original bus company is from here, gotcha. and the bus we were gonna get from him. It's been in a crazy world right now because everybody's torn again. Sure. And during COVID, a lot of buses either got sold off or some of them they sit up too long and they'll get maintenance on it. Like like ours is sitting up, you know, sure. shit goes wrong. So um, the bus company, we booked a show to come play here on the way to Blue Ridge, which is we're playing tomorrow on the way to uh, Virginia to start playing with saliva. It was cool because we were just thinking, usually when you say we need a fill date, right? you get some... I know what you mean. You get, you get, day, like you, a you get some an oyster like, bar on the yeah. water yes, in, yes, uh, yes. in West Palm. Bring your own shucker. Yeah. Um, but the so the fact that this was what, what they got for us was like awesome. I mean, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Chris called. Uh, I called me. I think probably five or six weeks ago. I was like, Hey, dude, I, I'm thinking about booking drowning pool. What do you think? Of that? I was like, Dude. Yeah. You have to. <laughs> it's a moral imperative at this point, just from the standpoint of um, you're going to sell tickets. Because this is the part of the country that, I mean, this is a metal part of the country. Yeah, the, definitely, the southeastern United States, you know, Tampa, Orlando, Charlotte, Raleigh, you know. Yeah, we got a lot of friends over. coming tonight, yeah. Everything, like, east of Nashville, which Nashville is a great music town anyways for, doesn't matter what kind of music yeah, you like, you can you can hear, uh, you know, metal and, and country. And, and now that crossover that's happening so often now. With a lot artists, of crossovers like, with that. Yeah. Um, no, it's cool, man. Uh, this, this. I mean, we we played a ton of uh, bike rallies, and we love doing it. And for whatever reason, it seems like our set and our music fits with it. It's been, dude. We have like great shows every time we do them. And you, you know, from some of the old school, uh, you know, bikers out here, that you know, they hear the same kind of covers from the '70s and '80s, and they always like, man, I love to hear new music. Like, you guys bring that new music, and I'm like, I'm like 50, and we've been doing this for 20 years, but I feel like, yes, we fall into the new music spot compared to the music you've been listening to from the '70s. You've been doing you will. a little bit longer than so, 20 years. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a lot longer. I'm like, right? I, you guys kind of broke uh, out. Yeah, 99. we started in 96 in Dallas, and then like, 99, 2000 is when we took off um, big time. And then, you know, Ryan, was it 2004 when you came in with us, right? 2005. 2005. Um, yeah. And that's when, man, we did 
you guys had a killer scene in that part of Texas. I grew up, uh, spent mo- a lot of my childhood in Houston, but yeah. uh, I have friends that live in Dallas, Fort Worth now, and one of my best friends lives in Abilene. So I, I fly into DFW and then I'll drive to Abilene. It's just easier than trying to land in Abilene. And oh yeah, flight, man, you know? I got some buddies out in Abilene, man. It's a great town, I love it. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's like insulated, you can get everything yeah. you want there. And There's it, a band called Rear Naked Choke that's out of there and I did some songs with them, some of really? um, um, their first, uh, you know, for song EP and stuff and they're they're you know again old school metal but they like they have their own cool sound it's another one of those bands where you really hope they can get their shot right but, you know they're out there at Abilene well let me ask you yeah. what what that I, everybody knows everybody has like this this really you know um, pristine idea of what what fame and, and getting your shot and that is and and I wanted to ask one of the things I really wanted to talk to you guys about was the how it seems like a lot of the new artists that are coming up they don't have conventional record deals they, they're talking you know they're actually they don't really exist anymore yeah you're yeah you're, you're, it's like distribution deals and they're talking in all this code on all these podcasts and stuff like jelly roll is a good yeah. example I don't, i'm sure you guys know who he is yeah, oh, yeah but he's like going out and telling people you know like hey you don't need to do a traditional path you're a good artist in, right. in a case in point oliver anthony uh who i'm sure you guys know who that is now too is that kid that wrote that um richmond north of richmond he's like he's turning down record conventional record deals right. that that's that's the that's the thing about the way the internet is now you can get you can get your sound and your song out there and if it's a i think if it's a great song and we all know it everybody's going to gravitate towards it because everybody has a voice now and there's some you know super talented artists and there's some people that you know they're, they're doing their thing and we, and we love your art but the, you know you gravitate towards you want i mean with us we've done the traditional deal four freaking times that's and i'm never going to do it again that's the thing i was getting ready to add to that was that not only do you see new artists doing that but you see artists that um have a foothold in the industry such as ourselves but i mean we're not we're not reinventing the wheel here there's been a lot of artists uh, static x um yeah uh, r.i.p um, yeah. there's a lot there's a lot of bands right now that like drowning pool have a foothold in the industry that are deciding that are making the conscious decision to go on our own and own your intellectual property right it, yeah hopefully at some point because they still man they still you sign like your life away for real man it's pretty brutal i'm not gonna dog on it you know it's just how the business is um but yeah man we still here we've been in it you know let the bodies hit the floor we're yeah, gonna come play you in your town you have 37 stitches you, have, oh, 30, you guys yeah. have yeah. Feel like i do 37 yeah. stitches yeah. like i do damn it you you've got turn so cold love times it, too how long does it happen how long did it take for you guys to where you were playing like everybody kind of you know you, you go out and you back up other bands right and then you realize like wait a minute like i'm seeing these same fans follow us around or I'm seeing these, yeah, but you, you have built an audience in the last you know 24 years that is your audience that you, you yeah, they, they feel I, like they feel endearing endeared to you and indebted to you and, and you feel the same yeah. how long did that take well for I would say with us in the inception of Dragon Pool from 96 to 2000 all over like you know again Houston San Antonio the great thing about being based out of Dallas uh, we played in Oklahoma City we, you know Mike and I have a drummer from New Orleans so we you know, and we go out to Florida. So the whole South, we did every weekend, we were doing local band shows. You playing at the smallest place in front of, you know, five, 10 people, sometimes 50 people. And and we are, I mean, we still to this day, man, I'm gonna hang out with everybody, I mean, everybody. That's part of it. I, I love playing the show and put on our show, but I also part of this is I get to travel and meet new cool and people like yourself right. today, man. So we built out a fan base like that for real. And we had such a huge following that by the time we, you know, got to the point 2000 and wind up came to us, you know, we had already had our own kind of like 
did the groundwork. You man, you have to show face and prove yourself. You gotta, you know, for me, I'm a fan of music and, and I'll hear songs, but uh, it's not until I go to the show is when they really get me. Yeah, you know, it's something very, about that live um, show, man. I still gotta be there, and yeah, that's when they get me, man. And, and it's kind of a, it's like a tattoo. It's why, yeah, you know, like, exactly. Uh, you know, I love looking at tattoo art, and and I really appreciate when someone you can tell they sat down and really planned it out, and it's yeah. they have beautiful artwork. But I, I like, you know, I'm looking at your tattoos, and I'm, I'm thinking about mine, and, and Ryan's here. It's like I don't have a lot. I have some really amazing tattoos, and I have some tattoos that are mean amazing things to me. Right. The same thing happens with music, right? And fans right. and places you go. There's places that Drowning Pool plays. It's like even though it's yeah. not your home, people make yeah. it feel like home. And we've been, you know, touring off and off for a good 20 plus years, and you know, we've done a lot of the same clubs and places. And I've met so many new friends and family every year. You know, it's awesome to catch up with them again. Like we're gonna do on this tour coming up, the mm -hmm. Snafu tour with Saliva, any any given sin. Natalie's way, and um, it's gonna be awesome to see everybody because you know we know COVID everything slowed down. But that's the thing, man. I, I love, like we said, Adrenaline's the kind of band where we hang out, we watch other bands play, we hang out with everybody that's at the show. Some bands come in and do it for different reasons, whether it's just you know the fame and the glory, the money, whatever, huh, money. And um, you know, this is our art. This is how we feel, man. Yeah. You see it on stage. Like, yeah. You know, we're friends and family up there having a good freaking time, man. That's what that's what we came to put on a fucking show, man. And you guys have, um, I know that uh, early on, you guys, um, your original lead singer perished. Uh, yeah, he had a cardiomyopathy of the ventricle, man. It was it was pretty brutal, man. Uh, you middle of uh, Ozfest, you know, 2002, and uh, you know, it's it's you know, it's been 21 years now, and and we always you know pay homage to Dave every time we play songs off the center record, and the thing again. With Ryan, and I don't think I've said this enough, is the fact that I, when, when Soil came out, it was uh, it was Dave that would, that turned me on to you guys. And when we first played together, we were talking about that show, and it was like so excited. Oh my God, Soil's on the show, and and that that's the real deal. Like like we're already fans, and Dave was a fan. And the first time I ever heard Ryan's voice was because of Dave Williams, and that's the kind of friendship we had. It was short lived, unfortunately, because Dave passed away, and it, it was always made the right fit for. Um, for Ryan to, to be in, in the band with us. Man, like, you're back now, and I've never been closer as friends and family, and the music we're writing now that's happening on this rig outside the window. I was just gonna say like, that. It's, it's just, it's so easy again. I haven't been in writing mode. I went down the dark path during COVID, and it was the first time in my entire life I didn't touch my guitar and write anything, ever. And I was freaking out, like, the fuck's wrong with me? Like, what's going on with the world? What's going on with the life? The career, like you said, the industry's changing. Like, do you need a company more? And then, you know, it just, it just, it was natural and it made sense. Ryan comes in and he's hanging out the house and we just start, we just calm down, I'm getting a chill bumps thinking about it, man. Uh, Cause it, you know, keeping it real, it's metal, we keeping it real. When you get into a situation, how much of what happens on the outside, um, outside of the tour bus, how do you, how do you bring that t together? Because you know, when the tours, the tours done, you, you go home to wherever your home is for you and yeah. you, and maybe, you know, it's not in the same space, right? And so, how do you, how do you, I, you know, you for write? me, and traditionally, what's, what's I, I, I would come up with a lot of ideas. Like, a lot of times, and I'm loved that we're touring again because some of, um, you know, my favorite riffs and songs that we have now came like, I get off stage and I still have that energy and that, that feeling that you have. And there's been a few times I've got right off stage and went right on the bus and came up with an idea and I just record it and have it. And then once you get home after tour and you settle in, you have time to go back and, and look over, you know, your notes, if you will. Right. Oh, I remember this feeling. And then you elaborate on it. And also just life alone. I mean, the last 10 years, you know, we've been through so much and we're catching up now. And the stories that we have um, over the last 10 years, you know, that's that's part of the music. And that's coming through, you know, things that happen to you, things that happen to me. And we have so much to talk about and write about now. Uh, so much influence. I, it's, it's insane, man. I don't even know where to start.
I wanted to ask you about as far as you know, you you're coming back into the band, coming back into into the fold after Jason departed, and you guys just cut a record last we year. We just put a record out 20, last year. Do you find that that obviously you're singing songs? If you look at the breadth of your career, you, you're singing songs maybe that weren't stuff that you contributed to the writing process of that. But how do you put yourself in in that and still? keep true to, to what's on the record or is that something that just is that part of the art and the professionalism that you have to have uh, i've never had professionalism um <laughs> not the professionalism you know but flying by the seat of our pants the no. dave stuff the the center album the dave era drowning pool has always been um probably the easiest era for me to cover for lack of a better word um that, i mean that is what it is for me uh, because he was truly a friend and um, not only do I know how much he meant as a, as a member of the band with CJ and Mike and Stevie, how much the fan base holds on to that, to the original core. But not only do I know that, but I do that myself. So singing those songs and singing Dave's words for me Drowning Pool will, will never go away because these three guys will always be here. But for me, it's a way to keep Dave involved because it's his words. Sure. And that means a lot to me because of the friendship and because I know how much that era means to the, the, the core fan base. Yeah. Um, the other, the other, uh, the other, the other songs that I do from the eras, they're fun to do because they're kick-ass songs. So I mean, it's it, those are those are are fun in a different direction, different way. Um, we also have two records that we did together, so we get yeah. to play these songs that so, we haven't yeah, played in years, right? Yeah, we've got we did well, we did two studio albums and a, and a live album yeah. during my time with the guys. So we got a lot of material from there, a lot of singles to choose from from yeah. that time too. So. It, and it's so it's fun to play that stuff again too. I, you know, we haven't been playing that. We haven't played that. In There's a songs years. we haven't played in, in years. Um, decade again because decade again it's a different mix, especially when Jason the band. So songs like Let the Sin Begin and, and, and songs like that we haven't played since Ryan was in the band. It's so funny. He walked. You walked into the room. You know, sorry, it was February when you came in, and I just pulled my guitar out of the case. I didn't even tune up yet, and Mike just starts playing a drum beat to Let the Sin Begin, which is a song we haven't played in like 12 years. And he just starts singing it, and me and Steve like. Shit, we put that guitar. And this is it's up. like and we just started playing the song. Like we didn't like for real. I know I've said it before, but like you didn't skip a beat. So we it just it was like instant. Like it just went right back into it. And in a new in a mindset. I mean, we're, we're you know we're older, not that much wider, wiser, little bit, not a little much bit wider, somewhere. wider, a little bit wider, <laughs> not much wiser. Yeah. I'm a little bit wider. Um, but yeah, man, to have that that we've always had a great like friendship and writing. We had a genuine friendship and writing relationship, and and I forgot you know how how easy it was before when we wrote songs. We wrote a lot of music back then, and to just like snap back into it ten plus years later, man, it's it's been really it's been a great interesting year. I didn't know it was gonna go like this for Drowning Pool. Um, that's what we're doing with this live tour now. Come see us play. Come see us with Brian again, and we have a bunch of new music that we're working that we can't wait to get out there. And like like with anything. You know, especially when this tour is over, we'll have a lot of stuff ready to go. We already have a few songs in the works. So. I think that's the, the the most exciting thing for me is, and it is everybody involved in Drowning Pool is so on fire and so directionally. There's a there's a mentality. There's a focus on a direction and on goals and on reaching those goals 
and a lot of that has to do with writing new music and as as uh, it's always been my favorite part of, of uh, writing music was always my favorite part of, of doing this it was the creation part until of course COVID came along and took the performance away from sure. me then yeah, all of a sudden like, holy then. shit I missed that right but um but so being back with these guys again not only is it like so comfortable and so right and not only does it feel so right but it's also without sounding weird because uh, I ain't one of those people that, but it's almost like a holistic no, I was feeling say, of yeah, like, a, like there's, a, there's like a there's like a know, direction yeah. if you're looking there's at the body a, language like you know, oh, yeah. you know what I mean like, people are not you talk to, I talk to some some bands um, that you know you can definitely tell there's there's hired there's people that are hired to be in the band and they're in the band and they contribute and, and do that stuff right. but it's not like this homogenous thing where there there's no right. pensive nature I, I see between the two at least for as far as body language goes you're you know? right it seems like for the most part um if you look back in history and now there's usually been like one or two dudes it's kind of like the main writers and stuff like that and the thing that we've always had with drunkenful which i love it it drunkenful is all four of us like you know i'll come up with stuff stevie writes Mike writes. We all are writers, and we all have ideas. And and it, I don't it, write it, shit. And so, oh no, you do. No, man. I don't. Lyrics. lyrics. Yeah, lyrics. I, lyrics. Yeah. lyrics. But, but I can't. I, I suck at every instrument I've ever tried. Oh, well, that's I all do. right, man. I, yeah, yeah, my, no, it's good. It's great. There's so many ideas that come to the table, and it's fun again playing with Mike and Stevie, and, and with Ryan, and just to see us grow and 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 it's it's fun to be in writing mode again because we've worked together, especially with Mike and Stevie, where we know. Like, are you thinking this? I'm thinking that. It's almost like your minds are connected. So it's it's fun to get to um, the point you're trying to get across in that song, like that feeling, and to be able to bounce ideas off each other without it being like a personal thing. Like, I really need to say this and say like, well, why don't we try your idea? Let's try this. We're so open now to, to just try everything and come up with the best song that we can for the song itself, not for any other reason, but just the art of a badass fucking song we can all rock out to. And I think that's, that's what you're saying. Like with Ryan back in the fold, it's like, it, it just it, here we are again just in that to, mindset <laughs> to bounce off of what you were saying it, we just got somebody was just saying that to us the other day because every once in a while when I'm when I'm in in, in the country and uh, me and CJ will get together and we'll do like promo stuff on for the internet and social medias and shit and just the other day somebody was commenting on just how much they love the crap that him and I put up there because we're just yeah, we're just, we're just out. natural. I mean, we're just yeah, we're friends. It's real and it's genuine. And so we're laughing our asses off, and we're just uh, we're just having <laughs> yeah. a good time. And that's a lot of what rehearsal is like. And even on stage, I mean, back in the day, there the other day, what the last show we did, Rock for Vets, yeah, Rock for Vets, show yeah. or something like that, um, Rock for Vets uh, Vets Festival that we did in Michigan. Mikey rewrote the set list on the fly. On the fly, he just changed different <laughs> stuff. I love this about our band too. We like can just do whatever. He just starts playing other songs. So we're like, oh, I guess we're playing this tonight. He's like, but back in the day, back in the day when we were younger, man, I know my, I'm speaking for myself. I know I've been like, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, like, you'd be all mad, like, what are you doing? You see a something. That's like, uh, yeah, yeah, fans get mad at each other on stage. Yeah. We have fun with you that shit, it, man. Something goes wrong. We're laughing. Like, something, like if I break a string or something, you know what? We have we've had so many great shows, and again we're so again friends and family. And like when something goes wrong, we have f fun with it. It's not like you know I've seen bands lose their shit on there. Like 
Come on, you know, I guess they're not having fun, like you said. No, um, yeah. And there's always going to be some kind of, you know, there's always like little tension. I think most men have a lot of tension. And for us, with the adrenaline pool, drama pools, you know, we've had some points in our career where it, the tension was so freaking high. And it's just a great to be at this point now. Um, like I said, a little wider, but not wiser. I love that now. Uh, and just to get along, because we're, for real, we're, we're happy to be back together. Everything's, you know, we all know each other. And, and it's, it, it just, the music's coming out like, like, it's just our art, man. We're just trying to get it done, man. Music <laughs> Have is, fun doing it. Music as an art form, to me, is is the only one I can think of that... Like, if you look at the guys that build motorcycles out here, they build, you know, beautiful motorcycles, and there's people who do beautiful paintings and stuff. Yeah. They have to give their art away, right? Or they have to sell it, or they have to... And music is, to me, the only art form that you can give it to somebody and still keep some of it for yourself. So I see what you're saying. I'm like, so, like yeah. that's interesting, man. So yeah, you have to paint a picture, and it's gone, it's and you've like, yeah, lost I mean, a you know, part of that art. I build a bike in my shop. I have to, in order to build the next bike, I have to sell that bike, and I don't have that bike anymore. Yeah. You get and attached then, to it a little bit, though, right? Somewhere down the road, maybe yeah. somebody's changed the grips or something. But, but with music, you 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 get to give that to somebody, and you know, there's a, there's an exchange, right. whatever whatever the exchange is. You get to keep it for yourself too. What? We get to share it with everybody, which exactly. is at the show, which is the best feeling and it ever, man. And it doesn't. The more yeah. you share it, it doesn't. It doesn't devalue it. It's like the more you share it, the, the better it is. So when yeah. you when you think about it like that for for music, because I've always wondered like how do artists play the same stuff for twenty? You know, when yeah. we were. Do you remember when we were kids in the Who in 1980? Or '81, the Who was going on their final tour. They were retiring, right? That, yeah. that never. I just happened. saw them two weeks ago. Right. Yeah. It never and you happened. just saw them. Apparently, they did not retire in right. 1981. But they <laughs> talked about it, and then the Rolling Stones had their 20th. Right. The, so it was a big deal. When we were kids. Steel so Wheels was, was still, supposed to be it. Exactly. Yeah. 1980, Steel Wheels was supposed to be right. done. I was, I was at that show too. And then, you had that, yeah, and man. Then we're not, and then you know, and it's not, and I'm glad that it's not, and I'm glad that people yeah. can still do that. But you're coming up, you're three years away from 30 years. And yeah, come up on that. The music that comes out of you is still what you yeah. do. Like I, Dude, I never... we love playing. The songs mean everything to me, and and we do mix up the set list, and especially sauce that we're playing, so we haven't played in, in years of Ryan. It brings me back to that moment, that feeling I had when we wrote it. Um, people ask about like bodies, and a lot of bands get weird about playing their same single over and over again. Every time we play bodies, everybody goes ape shit nuts. And I love the song, and it's fun to play, and I can't wait to play it. And there's certain songs like Tear Away, even though we wrote it in one mind frame, it has taken on three to four different forms. Throughout my life, the actual song that I was part of writing has, has changed its meaning to me for what has happened to me in my life. And to see fans come up to me and say, this song helped me out in this situation, yeah. this song, I have this going on and I listen to that song and I, I it's, it's again, I, the song came out natural, we just wrote a song, we ended up drinking some beers and just expressing ourselves. And it's awesome to see a song like that touch so many people in a certain way and they can relate to it. And for me to experience it as a fan, because even though I wrote it to me in this, now it means this to me because yeah. of my life, and I can relate to them on it. Yeah, I mean that is a, that is a perfect yeah. example song. You're talking about me singing other people's stuff. That that's a Dave era song, and those are Dave's lyrics that that he put with the, the music these guys wrote. And and uh, but for me, it's not only for that song in particular. Not only is it a chance to to sing. Dave's lyrics with the guys that wrote the music and everything, and and be be a part of that, keeping keeping his memory alive as well as keeping the memory of of that album and the work that these guys have done alive. But those lyrics, as a fan of the song, it's almost like I, I I'm able to come at that song in a 
in a person in the crowd manner because the lyrics mean something completely different to me than I'm sure what Dave was thinking when he wrote it. You know, uh, do I really want this? Sometimes I scare myself. I just can't let it go. You know, it's yeah. So there's there's every line in that song to me comes at a personal spot, just like it would the fan out in the crowd that loves the song. That's and I know exactly what those lyrics are about in every second of it because we were there writing it together. So I could, I could tell you exactly what Dave was thinking what we were at the time, but I don't want to do that thing where I will take it yeah. away. But yeah, I do no, know right, right. No, exactly. I think that there's something that should stay in that box. That's yeah. the one yep. thing about the art that yep. you share with people that I don't think you should show your color palette. Yeah, you know I don't want to. I don't want to. When you go, the Mona one, Lisa means yeah. doesn't mean something different to you or me. We can look at a Da Vinci painting. Was it's fucking amazing. You yeah, know? but bodies. Does yeah. mean something different to you than, than it does to you, but it's, it's still the same. Yeah. To, to, Dude, I've always yeah. said, like to me, growing up, Lane Staley and Jerry Cantrell were amazing at lyricism. The aspect that they could have been singing about an empty Coke can sitting on the counter, <laughs> yeah. but to me, those lyrics were speaking to me about something right. that I was going on in my life because they had a way of singing about something, but but not being so to the point, being just vague enough that when you listen to it you it reacted within you it, yeah. it hit you and in a personal level so i've always used them as kind of a compare like as an example of artists that can do that i think that's very important for what you're saying it, it I, I don't like talking about the meaning of songs that my personal meaning well, of a song that i've written because it's like you don't have to as long as it reacts to somebody that yeah. needs it at that t- moment that's all that matters. Yeah, the, the point being, I know what we wrote it about at the time, and then being, I've been playing it for 20 years, and the things that happened in my life, it means something different to me. Like, I have my own feeling and meaning of this song when I know it. That's what it was about, but now it means this to me. Right. So, yeah, even for me, you're a right, fan right, of music, yeah. too, and that's what oh, I was getting back it, to man. saying is that you, it, it, if, if I paint something and I stand back and say, that's that's the best painting in the world, well, that's that comes off as, is, uh, Arrogance, not necessarily yeah. oh, the only. We're not the best rock band. We're I the best. You could say I love this song. Yeah. I enjoy this song. It's like so you but you had touched on it real quick, but and I wanted to bring it back to. I can remember the first time I heard Eminence Front. I remember yeah. where I was, what it's I was doing. Yeah, it was sitting in my house in Houston and watching. Yeah. MTV and that whole thing, that dude. little that whole interlude. Uh, 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 like, dude, that that's Kenny Jones so coming mad. out and yeah. Kenny Jones getting his guitar or his uh, drum set set up and everything. Like it's so visceral and so yeah. you remember that, right? So music has such a, a way to timestamp a song that you guys wrote 20 years ago. When I play it for my grandson the first time he hears it, he's gonna have if he loves the song. Yeah, he's gonna have his own little moment of time where he. Right? Yeah, and I hope right. that. I hope that you guys understand that as musicians, oh. that you give that to people. I ha- dude, I, it's 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 shocking and amazing. I'm eternally grateful that a song like that, you know, you let the body to the floor. Grateful people uh, will allow us to give that to them. Yeah, <laughs> and the fact that the song, it, it, like you said, you, you know, I mean, I'm like, you know, I'm 50. <laughs> you know, I see, you have other fans the same age, and they're you know, teenage, you know, son and daughter coming to the show, and to see them experiencing this for the first time, to them, it's like, oh my god, it's like a brand new song. Um, we're at that point now where. It, it's awesome to have a song where it you say it's, 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 it's kind of a timeless thing and and like you said the grandkids now it's, it's a fun song and they'll, they'll know it um i didn't it, it again it, it just came out naturally we're in the rehearsal room drinking some beers writing music writing what we feel uh it wasn't anything you know thought it, you know just just express you how you feel to write a song no about we just we play what we feel and it was like 
fun song and everybody else feels that and and here we are still talking about it almost yeah, 30 years later a, it's such an emotional battery <laughs> yeah and 37 is. stitches too exactly they feel like i do and you I have feel pretty good how you feel well probably yeah, like yeah, i'm almost there <laughs> It's still early. Do you the sun's still out. I'm lagged as shit right now. You so you, oh my god, man. You live abroad, right? You live over yeah. in the UK. I live in New England, yeah. 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 How do you love that? I love it. I've, I always wanted to move there and retire there someday, but then I met my lovely wife and just uh, ended up there a lot sooner than planned. So. Yeah, I'm going there on the 19th. I go there every year. Well, Whereabouts? My, my best friend lives in Broughton, Salt River by the Sea of Middlesbrough. Okay. So yeah. you're, you're down in the south, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm halfway between Bristol and London. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I just, I love it over there. It's just like this, it, we talk about it like an emotional feeling that you feel when yeah. you go somewhere. I love I history just, and you're surrounded by it. it. Exactly. Like, that's where we all came from. And then we all did our ancestry DNA, like in the family. Oh, fun, you know man. I mean? Yeah. And I'm like 50%, uh, 53% English, 30% Welsh, and like, you know, Scottish and Irish. And that's like it, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it just feels... I don't know. I'm not a spooky person, but I, I feel like there's there's yeah, something there. And I get it's you. really cool. You know? Yeah, it's beautiful over there. Man. How long have you been over there? I'm going on six years. Okay. You know, I, I become a. Actually, it's this month. I become a. A uh, dual dual citizen. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. It's maybe Drownapool will play there again. We get better. We're going to get lynched if we don't. So this is a this is kind of a short tour that you guys are, are starting quarters, up, right? Drowning quarters, I guess. That's drowning, what they would drowning do. Yeah. Drowning quarters. Yeah. Yeah. Drowning quarters. I like that. Drowning quarters. Drowning pool. Drowning quarter tour. <laughs> drowning quarter tour. I like that. All right. You just so named it. Where Where are you going to go? Like. So we're doing seven weeks. Like almost eight weeks with Saliva. Okay. Um, we're doing all the all around the country. Um, again, except for the West Coast. Except for the West Coast, unfortunately. Uh, we're doing like. There's always going to be somebody pissed off. I know. I'd love to get over there. I don't do the routing. Yeah, I wonder if we want to play anyway. You know, this is so easy, and people don't. Somebody was asking this earlier. Why don't come play here? Come play there. Call us up, and I will play. I have a guitar, and we want to play music. It's that easy. Just call us, and we will come play. Drowning pool, pool party, bar mitzvahs, weddings. I don't give a shit. We want to play music. Like, call me up. But when it comes to these tours, we don't book them. So. If you don't get mad at the band because we're not playing like yeah, we are, next door to you or within your hometown, we don't personally book the tour. So, but if you call, we will go. Yeah, send us send us the day. You know what? Just make a big list and send it to us and where we want to go, and we'll send it to our. Where is the best place for fans to interact with you guys on social media, Facebook or is it Instagram? The, the face, you know, we kind of it's both really. Um, I'm old school Facebook, but uh, we get more on Instagram. MySpace. Hi, Stace. <laughs> LinkedIn. My friend Tom. Sound like my friend Tom. Um, it's a. Uh, I'm going to be completely honest with you. It's the only way. I'm, yep. Either Instagram or 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 my or MySpace <laughs> or, 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 or Facebook. Either one. Excuse me. Um, works just fine. It really comes down to. I, I wish there was enough time in the day every day to be able to sit down. And and answer everything. Sure. Yeah, I really wish there just was. isn't. Um, so it's really just a matter of when we get a moment to break away from everything and jump on those yeah. and answer some questions. And I'll get on stuff. there on Kamikaze, do everything when yeah. I finally have a free moment, and then I won't be on there for a few weeks. And I get on there right. like, la, la, la. you know, I'm trying to catch up. But there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. And I hate it because every once in a while you come across something that was time pertinent. Oh, oh yeah, no! And I'm, I'm really so sorry. For yeah. some reason, they got a hold of you on, <laughs> on social media instead of just. I've had that up. a few times, like, man. Oh, I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, bro. Yeah. Call, me. just call my number. Like that's the other thing too. I'm old school. Like just. Just, wrote a, just call me on the bad phone. I will answer. 
Yeah. Like yeah. The <laughs> operator, <laughs> I need CJ from Drone. Yes, that's so what we are working yeah. on new music in, on this. We tour, have a right? lot of new music um, that's at the house. And now that we are getting out here, once we get settled in the first few days, the first sure. week, we got a lot um, of work to do out here. We have a lot um, of ideas, and I have which is awesome to move forward. Like you know, we we, we hit it when we can, and mm -hmm. then you know, we went home, and then we're back on the tour again. So in that in between time, I have more stuff to try to bring to the table. So uh, I can't wait to, to get move forward on these songs and, and kind of finish there's three that are pretty solid and there's uh, so many ideas man uh and one of the ones that I, I i just have to bring it up I, I haven't that much yet we should probably talk about it but there was a song that we that we were working on together ryan and i right before you know we had you know just taken that long break back in 2011 <laughs> till we got here now and it's something that i had been messing with because i liked it and i kind of have an, my my idea of, of the finished version so you know, Rhino got together on it, and, and you still had the one version. I have like the new version, so it'd be fun to put out the last thing that we worked on to have it finished now. Sure, absolutely. Um, and, and ten years later, to what it's evolving to. So I'm looking forward to that one. So are you saying I, there's? So you guys? There's that. That one's again to bring everybody into the to the fold as a band as a whole because I want it to be a Drownful song where everybody has sure. four inputs on it. Um, but yeah, that one's pretty much down. It's just a matter of right place and right time to to finish it, if you will. Yeah. Which and and then there's there's several songs that are just absolutely brand new, just brand new, just um, sitting so at the house are, like which are check super out this riff. Too. There's gonna yeah. be an opportunity for you guys to get in an actual studio, or do you yeah. do that at one of your houses? Or uh, we we all have the um, Pro Tools set up. I have the full studio at my house to, to okay. get stuff done, and we have we love recording um, with the guy Sean McGee out of Vegas, and he's always really available. So I think what we'd like to do on tour now is is to get all the raw ideas like solid and ready to go. So when we have that next moment, when we're done here, we're ready to record. Um, after this run, I think I would like to be record ready if we can by the end of this. Some sound checks you have a long time. Sometimes it's throw and go rush. Sure. So I think anytime we have a long sound check and we can take advantage of that time, or we have a few days off, you know, we we'll sit in the back. You know, I brought a bunch of extra guitars and amps and my acoustics, so I'm, I'm ready to, to, you know. Ready to throw it, down. And it's also it's in, and it, it, it's a time and place. It's it's never a forced thing. It's like, hey man, I, I feel like I got this idea, and then we sit down and we do it. Um, you know that's how it comes out so it's not like we have to write the song it's yeah. more like hey man i got this feeling let's do it at this point that's how i would like it to come out just yeah, be you're like you're seven seven lps in yeah and you're almost 30 yeah. years in and you're still touring and doing it and we're still young it's, enough to still enjoy it yeah barely I, awesome. I feel it in my knees a little bit but i ain't gonna cry about it <laughs> my knees my knees my, my ankles my ankles yeah my back the bottles my buttles. <laughs> I need to get you uh, back on your bus so you guys can yeah, yeah, on yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank ready. you very much. Yeah, dude, thanks for having us, man. Dude. Thank you for your time, man. Oh, no, I appreciate it. This has been an incredible honor. So yeah, no, dude. I, I, I appreciate the you giving us a platform to, to 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 hit the ears of the people out there to let us do what we do. So thank you very much. Absolutely. So uh, make sure you guys go check them out on Instagram and Facebook and uh, follow uh, along there on tour with Saliva. Yeah, and Saliva. Any given sin and Adelita's way. Okay, perfect. Yeah, awesome. Coming to a town near you. Coming to that town. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the West Coast. We All love right, you. Thank you, guys. Thank you.